0: Welcome to Wellspring on the Air. I'm Nicole Alfonso, a therapist at Wellspring and the host of today's show about appreciating beauty. Today, our show is called Appreciating Beauty, Slowing Down to Spend Time in God's Creation. With me today to discuss this interesting topic is Allegra Saunders. Together, we want to tell you about the benefits of enjoying nature and its beauty on both your physical and your mental health. So stay with us. We've got some great insights and practical applications just for you. All right. So welcome, Allegra, um, to our show. I know this is your first time here with us, and I'm excited. Um, This will be the first of many. So thank (laughs) you for being here. Would you tell our listeners a little bit about you, please?
1: Sure. So my name is Allegra. Um, I am a registered clinical social work intern here in the state of Florida. Um, I'm also a therapist here at Wellspring. um, And, you know, I I work with a whole horde of different types of people. Um, I love working with teens and young adults. And, you know, this topic is really exciting for me. It's something that my husband and I try to put into practice as much as we can. So I'm looking forward to chatting
0: with you about it and seeing where our conversation goes. (laughs) Yes. Awesome. Thank you, Allegra. This really is a relevant topic for, I think, all of us. Because it's a resource we often overlook, right? And we don't pay attention that we have this wonderful world around us that could really help our well-being. Yeah. So why is that? Why is it that we often take for granted um, being outside, being in nature because of the busy- busyness of our lives?
1: I think that like our busyness, right? And I, I I look at it as this thing and it has friends like worth like pressure or like constant productivity or I don't have any time, I think that though, when, when we start to live in that space or we invite those things into our space often, um, we can miss out on the small and significant moments that we could use to connect or to reflect with ourselves and then also our surroundings. You know, I think our surroundings are designed to be able to give us peace and give us calmness. Um, And it's really easy to take very simple practices that allow us to be centered and to ground us, Um, but instead what we do is we prioritize maybe all of the responsibilities of life versus carving out some of that time to be priority for caring for ourselves first
0: yeah we live in a world where we do 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 right it's just all the time doing stuff taking here going there doing this working and and we 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 need to slow down we really do we all kind of need to slow down so I know I in the research that we've both done there's a study about 20,000 people and this was a study done in Europe And the University of Exeter, and it found that people who spend two hours a week in green spaces, meaning parks or outside in, you know, taking a hike in the forest or even in the beach. Mm -hmm. Um, So people who spend two hours a week in these areas um, during the week were substantially more likely to report good health and psychological well-being Mm -hmm. than those who did not. So, what are some of the benefits about being in nature?
1: So, like you, I did some studies and I did some research as well. And, you know, one of, interestingly enough, there was a study done in Japan in um, this year, and it looked at what was the benefit of nature, like specifically as we go through, you know, the COVID pandemic and the impact of COVID and lockdowns on mental health. And so, you know, what are some of the things that they found? Um, I mean, they found that the greater time spent in a green space or, you know, just viewing them from your home. They also looked at what was the impact of having views. So from your window or from your balcony, they found that they were associated with greater levels of self-reported happiness, of life satisfaction, of self-esteem, and as well as a decrease in anxiety, Mm. depression and loneliness. And some of the factors that they found to be connected to that, was you know, being in nature gives us that opportunity to have like multi-sensory experiences. So we're smelling you know, the flowers or the water where you can see the greenery, we can hear the birds, we can watch you know, butterflies kind of flutter by. Um, so they recognized that that was self-reported to be impactful. Um, and they also saw that it increases someone or individual's likelihood to engage in physical activity. And whether that's walking or running or jogging or participating in some type of recreational sport. But we already know that there's a lot of studies that point to the benefits of of recreation and mental health. So when you couple them together, they Mm. found that there was a, a higher likelihood of people engaging, not only in the appreciation of nature, but also the physical activity within nature. And then the last thing I thought was super interesting was that they found that there was a decrease in loneliness related to just seeing people. And i think that that has had tremendous impact given this you know two years of of a pandemic that we've been walking through we know just you know in our own practice that that's a high people have had a lot of response to loneliness because they've Mm -hmm. been isolated and so even if it's just seeing someone and waving or seeing your neighbors or seeing people walking their dogs they found that there was an impact people people felt less alone by being in open spaces where they could see other people, they could talk, you know, safely from a distance. You know, this was in the heart of the lockdowns, like in May of 2020 that they did the survey. Um, so I thought that was really, really
0: neat. Wow, that is interesting. I feel like, what, you know, I I like to run outside. Yes. And I so I do some exercise outside and sometimes I do exercise inside and I can actually feel the difference Mm -hmm. Between when my exercise is outside than when it is inside, it's actually really interesting. I I just really enjoy it more when it's outside. Yeah. So there's a definitely some truth to that research.
1: (laughs) For sure. Yeah. Yeah, Same here. We did we we went for a run right before you know filming this and everything, and it was super neat. You feel different, you know, Mm. rested in a way that's not the same as being inside and exercising.
0: And another point that you actually mentioned that we um are receiving from all of our senses. Mm-hmm. So you talk about smell, we talking about you know the the sun maybe on our on our bodies, right? And it's really interesting that you mentioned this because trauma is also um, sensory, right? So it, when we have a, a really traumatic experience, we have all of our senses are in tuned. Right. And so I think of reversing that by being in nature and receiving good, right, right? Rather than receiving from a traumatic experience, we're outside and we're receiving something really positive w- that can actually make a, a, a different effect in our brain than a traumatic experience, a, re- a more positive, of course, effect.
1: Right. So I thought that was
0: really interesting that you mentioned that. so let's see what are some of the things that we can learn by spending time in nature daily or even weekly
1: so you know if if any of the studies that you know we've looked at can indicate is that there's like a lot of just unique benefits one that you just mentioned right that connection to trauma and um as i answer that question It's very interesting because there was, I looked at a systematic review and they had about 13 qualitative studies. And, you you know, when we look at qualitative studies, we get these, these themes that are very different. So there was themes of psychological healing, of stress reduction, of restoration and increased well-being. And it was neat because the writers actually noted, you know, some of these groups that they that they did qualitative studies on were like women who had experienced PTSD, who were veterans, and then the impact of being in like on a forest river rafting retreat, or like indigenous youth who had experienced mm. the traumas of, you know, alcoholism in their families. And then they went into the forest and they had a level of a retreat. And so it, to your point, I thought it was really neat to see those qualitative studies because they gave voice to what we don't always see in, in quantitative when we just look at the numbers. When we actually see the way that people can tell their stories like qualitatively, it, it it supports exactly what you said. You know, there was, and and they did these, you know, follow-ups in the the quarterly and the biannual follow-up, and there were still like positive associations mm-hmm. afterward. And I think that's really neat when we think about the role of nature-based interventions
0: and trauma Mm -hmm. work.
1: So to your point, you know, I I think that that's really important to- to, Yeah, definitely.
0: And of course there's also those, the somewhat physiological responses. I feel some of the research that I was reading was also talking about reduction in the stress hormone, uh, reduction in um, the nervous system, you know, and and that response. So there's that physiological response too, yeah. um, that, that helps us to, to, to somewhat self-regulate somewhat kind of calm ourselves. Right. Yeah. Um, which is also in the toolbox, you know, we want to, you know, we want to have things in our toolbox to help us calm down, right. De-stress. Mm-hmm.
1: Yes. And so, you know, and I, again, to what you're saying, I think that what we can learn from spending time in nature daily and a weekly basis is, is exactly that, you know, we can, all of that time can be supplemental to individual therapy, to what you may already do in terms of stress management, your coping skills and like mm-hmm. utilizing them, you know, even weight loss goals, you know, if you have goals for weight loss, being in nature may help promote you to be more appreh- not apprehensive, more intentional, about mm. you know working towards those goals and even relationship development, you know taking walks with your spouse or with your friends, um, and I think too it it also points us to God's sovereignty, and I think that's really helpful in times of distress, right? So it's it's free, you know, it's low cost and it provides for us time to reflect, you know, to maybe even develop some gratitude practices, whether they're, you know, writing or it's just these mental notes that you're making of things that you're thankful for, um, you know, gets us in tune with our surroundings. And that I think is helpful for getting us out of our own heads. Yes. You know, being able to appreciate and engage our senses in a way that is not necessarily possible from, from being indoors all the time.
0: You said something key, which we all kind of struggle with is getting out of our heads, right? Being present in what's around us and where we are. Wow, that's huge. And we'll continue talking about that. But we're going to go ahead and take a quick break to thank one of our sponsors who makes the production of our podcast possible. When we come back, we'll hear more from Allegra about the practical ways we can spend time in nature and what it reveals about God. Welcome back to Wellspring on the Air, and this is Nicole Alfonso. If you're just joining our show, our topic today is appreciating beauty, slowing down to appreciate God's creation. So for today, we're talking about um, the research on nature and mental health. Mm -hmm. If you joined us late, you can find us on our favorite podcast channel on Wellspring on the Air or on our website blog page at wellspringmiami.org. Just search for this topic. So, Allegra, can you share with our listeners what are tangible ways for us to develop a practice of slowing down to pre- appreciate and spend time in nature?
1: Of course, and you know, this is actually something that I love to do really early on when I'm working with with folks, with clients, um, is to develop a practice of spending out, to- out spending time outdoors um in a way that they feel the most comfortable so some of that might be you know playing sports or joining a community team you know going for walks you know maybe doing your work outside for 30 minutes if you have like a covered area going to the park you know going on camping trips going for bike rides you know if you live near water if you're by the canals maybe it's going for a walk along the canal or going fishing or going for a swim in the ocean or in your pool you know, kayaking, um, another really simple one is developing a garden, you know, getting a little pot and planting, you know, it can be herbs or it can be flowers or it can be succulents as we have here and just tending to it, you know, sort of on a a daily, weekly basis. Um, You know, there are so many ways for folks to find time in nature, especially in Miami. I think that we're, you know, obviously we have this tropical sort of oasis that is here Um, and, you know, some of those practices will be more geared towards reflection and others may, you know, others may just be more of this experience that I get to do while I'm outside. Um, but it's why I encourage folks to, to really find what fits for you, you know, find what's helpful for you that meets your needs. Um, and, you know, again, something that also I think is important too, is if you find that being around other people is also helpful, think about the activities that maybe you do with friends, you know, at restaurants or you know in your church or something like that even just simply like shifting that to an outdoor space you know you grab coffee consider sitting outside with your friend or with your community you know those small little shifts mm. they don't necessarily have to be these big drastic things can make a huge difference and i, I think it's the the culmination of m- small things over the long term that end up giving us like that greater sense of well-being and satisfaction
0: I love that. And I I have to add that um I walk the dog um not I I'm not every day but I try. Um and every time I do I just feel really refreshed and kind of renewed. Um and I also take some walks with my daughter and it's just a special time for us to connect and um it, it just is, it really is. And recently, you know my my family and I, we haven't been going out very much because of of the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Um, and nevertheless go on a little trip. So we did a little trip uh, recently to the beach. We're beach people. Yes. And I laid out on the beach all day long and I came back with a new energy, with a yes. new enthusiasm. I was like, let's go. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. and I didn't realize how beneficial it was to me until I came back to my reality and was like, I feel better, you yes. know? Yes.
1: So it, it
0: definitely, um, definitely helps. It definitely helps. Yeah. And- so um, obviously, um, we always like to share what scripture says about the topics we discuss here um, at Wellspring on the Air. So what does scripture reveal to us about God's creation, Allegra?
1: Yeah, so I, this was really fun. And I, I think I have a story about how all of these ideas sort of came together while I was, of course, walking in nature. So that was neat. <laughs> um, but, you know, there's, there's three things that I think we can really see um, that in the way that that scripture points to creation pointing us in different directions so you know I think that that creation points us towards God it also reveals God's love for us and it also provides an opportunity for us to grow in nurturance and so you know for that first point that it points us towards God you know um, Romans one twenty says for since the creation of the world God's invisible qualities his eternal power and divine nature have been clearly seen being understood from what has been made so that people are without excuse. And so I think that that really, it demonstrates that nature brings us face to face with the power and the attributes of God. Um, he created you know, the heavens and the earth and his creation is on constant display and it provides just infinite amount of moments for reflection. And something as simple as taking any leaf or any fruit taking it and just really like observing it, looking at the way that the grooves of leaves mimic like the way that our veins are created, or just thinking about the name, like the, the composition of a tree and how it has this deep root and it has a source of life. And then it breathes, it like comes up and it creates fruits and leaves and all different things. And I just think that it's very helpful to see nature and understand, wow, like, God has provided for us through nature. And then he's also given us this, this way of looking at a connectedness across all living things. And I think that that's intentional, right? It's to point us back to God as like the giver of life, like the creator of all. Um, and, you know, as we to speak to that, you know, I think that as we, we look at like just creation in general, you know, the cre- that creation reveals God's love for us. You know, he covers the heavens with clouds, prepares rain for the earth. He makes grass grow on the hills. He gives the beasts their food and to the young ravens that cry. And that's Psalm 147. You know, it's amazing to see that God loved us so much that he poured his genuine concern for our livelihood through the existence of nature. So the air that we breathe, the ability to grow and cultivate food, the oceans and the rivers and the streams to provide water for our internal biology. You know, he created the earth and he made it with our existence in mind. Yeah. And so knowing that we would need to live and breathe and fellowship with him. And so it's beautiful to think like nature works perfectly, right? Because God created it. And I think that there's something really sweet about knowing that he loves us so much that he fashioned the earth so that we would be able to live and breathe and, and cultivate and be in harmony with it.
0: Ugh, love that. Wow, that's that's powerful. And I love this this verse that um, says, look at the birds of the air. They do not sow or reap or store away barns, and yet your heavenly father feeds them. Are you not much more valuable than they? So this, all of the creation also shows us that he is going to sustain us, right? Because he sustains his creation It's beautiful. It's beautiful. Awesome. So let's see, let's talk a little bit about this nurturance piece, because while um, God loves us, right? And creation shows that he also provides an opportunity to grow in nurturance. So talk, talk to us about that.
1: Yeah so you know in Genesis 2:15 it says the Lord God took the man and put him in the garden of Eden to work it and keep it and so you know there's something here about we were created to serve and work so what's really neat and it's it's why I do some folks I do encourage you know gardening or practices that are going to get you into the action of caring for something mm-hmm. and that caring and starting with something small a flower a succulent and then moving into things that are beyond that is so neat to watch you know especially a flower you get to plant it you get to see it sprout up you get to tend to it you know that god obviously provides the elements so that it can continue to do what it's doing and to continue to actually grow but when you see that and you nurture like a, a plant or you know tomatoes or basil or something that that starts as a seed to see that come up and knowing that God has given us an opportunity to practice nurturance and that. Um, I think that that is a really sweet and, and also practical way of seeing like how we are fashioned to serve others and to love on others in the way that Christ loves us. Mm. Um, and I think that that's powerful, particularly when we think about mental health, because often, you know, mental health, we, we, we see high stress, we see isolation, and we see folks that almost get locked and trapped within and so nature is a very kind and gentle and and low level in terms of energy way of being able to of of being able to actually start cultivating nurturance towards something else and just these small moments where you're outside you know maybe 15 minutes every couple days where you're thinking about caring for something else and it's it's I mean, I think it's really neat to see how people, when they start serving, they naturally start to feel better because we're Mm. taking the focus outside of our internal like storms per se, and we're actually doing something We're we're seeing something else that requires our care, requires our attention. And again, I think that it's a great way to move us towards being able to serve and like love on others. Well,
0: wow. That's beautiful. I I feel like it's, it's a reflection of what God does for us yeah. as far as serving us and watching us grow. Right. So as we watch nature grow, God is also looking down to us and seeing us grow. Yeah. Um, and also I feel like um, God is showing us who he is mm-hmm. through, through nature, right. And how he. No matter what they're they they're sustaining. He's sustaining us, um, and he wants us to get out out of our heads. He wants us to get out of um, the the internal stuff and just appreciate what what is in front of us, right? What is what the gift he has given us? Yes. Yeah. Um, so that that's just, that's beautiful. So really let's get out of our heads and be present in what God has for us. And final is it's always greater to give than to receive, we all know that. So obviously nurturing other people, nurturing nature, nurturing a plant, right? There's such great joy in that, that we can receive, right? Awesome. Allegra, you've been great. Thank you so much for these refreshing truths. Right. And just teaching us that we have resources of of beauty around us that we need to tap into um, to feel just overall better. Mm -hmm. so it is time to close out this show thank you allegra again for joining us today and helping us to tap into the gift of nature we hope this show helped you add to your toolbox of resources to help in your general well-being and thank you for joining our show today again if you joined this program midstream you can find this show and others on podcast at wellspring on the air on our blog on wellspringmiami.org The title of today's show, again, was Appreciating Beauty, Slowing Down to Appreciate God's Creation. Please encourage us and let us know you're listening by sending comments or questions to ontheair at wellspringmiami.org. It is time to wrap up. This is Nicole Alfonso with Wellspring on the Air, because hearts and minds matter.